Hey there, it's Winston Faircloth, and welcome back to episode 16 of the Begin Again podcast. Today we'll have part two from our interview with John Budd on his Level Yourself Up podcast. In today's episodes, we're going to talk about the heart of service for future seven-figure CEOs and how the contrast between my first and second business showed me that intentionality made all the difference and how my experience of building multi-million dollar businesses helped me through the three stages or potential glass ceilings that can block your growth into seven-figure impact. I hope you enjoy the final part of my interview with John Budd. Maybe share what you are going into right now and where, what you're getting sure. ready to, what you're doing. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, this, this season, as I was called five years ago, was to really equip next generation entrepreneurs. And that can be of any age, by the way, that's not necessarily a youth statement, but next generation entrepreneurs to, to blend their faith and their business together. And, uh, you know, it's an invitation to be your whole person and not try to separate those two dimensions of your, you know, your business mind and your faith. I, I think that people today really gravitate to people who are fully themselves, fully who they, who God created them to be. And so what I've been doing and what I am doing with my, my practice is I'm working with mostly people who are at that idea stage and beyond in terms of building their online business. You know, so I think as I look at, and I'm really trying to take people along on a journey to help them build their own seven figure impact business. And people say, well, gosh, seven figures, that just seems way out there. Well, I think a big vision will push you to do things in a different way than a little vision. And so whether you ever get to seven figures or not, is not the point. The point is to have a big vision and to help people experience that bigger opportunity, that bigger vision with you. And so my, my website is future7figureceo.com. And there you can get a free download. And what I did, one of the things I, that kind of spurred this whole development recently was I was thinking about the contrast between my first business and my second business. The first business was four and a half million dollars a year. The second business got to $200,000 a year, both really good businesses, but they're very different in terms of their impact. And so what were some of the differences between those and what are some of the similarities between those? Because if people can learn from my experience and I can flatten their learning curve, that is a really good way I can help people. And so it, uh, so that is available for free at the at future seven figure CEO.com. Just sign up there and you get that free 12 page ebook. Just some of the distinctions there as people start to think about building their business. And I really have a heart for that starting entrepreneur and helping them get through what I think are three stages to a million dollars. There's that, um, there's that alignment stage where you're figuring things out and figuring out how you can be of service to the marketplace then there's this, there's this bottleneck stage where you as the single person have way too many things to do and you can become the bottleneck to the growth of your business. And then there's this third stage where you are beginning to, to collaborate and build a culture where you rely on others to help you deliver that, that service. And so that path to, to a seven figure business takes you through those three stages 
it's helpful to have somebody who's been a little farther down the path to help you see that, anticipate those stages and help you work through those stages. And that's because I've done that once before. I have a perspective. I hope that it can be helpful to others. Well, I think it is. I heard uh, one of my Bible teachers used to say, if you've been through it once, then you are like the one-eyed man in the land of the blind because they don't know and you can foresee some things they don't know is coming. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a great analogy. Uh, Something else that I heard this week was that we need to quit worrying about our clients and worry about success stories. And if we're focused on their, them being a success, I think is on your podcast, you talked about focusing on the, um, on their success as well. You're not on the money. And I thought those two thoughts aligned. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was a big downfall of the second. So I use the term building a be rich business versus building a get rich business. The first business that went into multi-million dollars, it was all about how to serve that client. I was so passionate about that. I just knew what I wanted as a client and, and how I could help those folks who were sister organizations to the ones I had grown up with. And in the second business, frankly, John, it was all about how can I leave my job and replace that income? And it was all scrapping. It was all about me, me, me. It was not, yes, I had a business plan and yes, I had services that were delivering value, but it was net, it was always looking backwards in the mirror at me and saying, how can this business serve me? And I think people pick up on that, you know, people read that and it doesn't help you at all serve the clients you're intended to serve. If you're thinking about yourself first and foremost, it's all about the transformation and success of your clients. And as you create life changing opportunities and, and believe me, something as small as I was talking to a fellow this morning who has a heart for nutrition and, and food as medicine. And he was like, I was, I was like, dude, I got to work with you because that's something I believe in, but I have no idea of how to do that. It isn't like you have to radically change somebody's financial future. You can change their life in so many different ways. And your unique life experience may be just the thing that somebody else needs to hear and experience and receive from you. That's so true. That's something I've been really striving for this year is just to I don't think I've shared this anywhere as that I wanted to know God better. And what, as I look back on this year, as I've learned that it's about serving and when I look, I look at what Jesus did in the Bible, it was all about serving mm-hmm. one way or another. It's not just about him dying on the cross for our sins, but so much more that he was a friend to the sinners. You know, he would just wanted to, to people like being around him. So he wasn't some stuck up rule, you know, taskmaster. That people wanted to be around him. If you're going to lay down the law to everybody, they ain't going to want to be around you. But if so, that tells me he was loving and kind and nurturing them along the way. At least, you know, that's kind of my reflection of this year. You know, I asked, I was expecting something else totally different from God when I asked to know him better. And I seemed to end up God saying, Well, you need to serve to know me better. You need to serve. It, oh, beautifully said. And, you know, I, I'm thinking it, what was coming to mind as you said that was how often he was very critical of of the supposed leaders of the day in terms of their interpretation of who God was and what he wants from us in living out this life. 
And he really, you know, he took 600 and some rules and boiled it down to two. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. We overcomplicate things. I, I think, oh. you know, I, I, I often think about how God watches what we do. And in a very loving, I think of him as a loving father who kind of pats me on the head or, you know, pats me on the, on the back and says, good try. It's not exactly what I was hoping for, but, you know, keep going. You know, we, we've got so many things messed up in, in how we've interpreted uh, God and how we've interpreted how to live out life on this rock that we have. And, you know, a lot of what we know and believe are so wrong. And just because that's what the crowd says or that's what culture says, I honestly feel like when we do meet him face to face, he's going to show us some things. He's just going to be very gentle and kind about it and say, you know, that was a good try. It wasn't exactly what I was hoping for, but keep going. Oh, yeah. I think that's so right. So, Winston, we've been kind of talking about a lot about the Bible more than I expected. Do you have a favorite Bible scripture? I do. It it goes a lot with what I think is an important admonition in the Bible, uh, which is to, you know, so many times we 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 can't see the plan. We can't see what the purpose is in certain suffering or certain challenging seasons of our life. And it's, you know, we question God and we question his wisdom and we question why we're going through certain things. And I think it's only with perspective and probably with an eternal perspective sometimes that we can see the reasons why we struggle or the reasons why we have these challenges in life. The verse that really speaks to me about that is Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. And I think the quality of perseverance, and I, I wrestled with whether it was persistence or perseverance, but perseverance is a quality that I think speaks about how we are active participants in, in, in this work and that it's important for us to persevere in the times that we don't understand or struggle or whatever else, because we don't know what's on the other side of this. I think it's so easy. And so we get so overwhelmed with our day-to-day life and get so overwhelmed with our challenges, whether they're financial or relational or health or whatever else. The only thing I'm certain of is that without hope, without faith, it's not going to get any better. And so it reminds me, John, there was a, Recently, I was talking to a friend who was really discouraged and was about to kind of throw in the towel with with the project she had been devoting herself on for several years. This this statement came up, and it's become a little bit of a mantra for me right now. If you quit, your outcome is certain. And when you continue, your possibilities are infinite. You know, so we crave a lot of certainty. We crave a lot of, you know, having things known and the, you know, knowing the, the outcome. I think honestly, if, if God gave us the plan and he showed us exactly what he had planned for our life, we'd either be one of two things. We'd be so frightened by that because we feel unequipped or we'd be so prideful about it that we wouldn't depend on him. And I think both of those are bad outcomes. So I'm glad he only illuminates the path one or two steps ahead. I am so thankful for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wow. That, that's just a lot to ponder. And I really like, I, 
you know, you, you think about that. If we totally give up, we're nowhere. But when we apply faith and hope, we do have possibilities. I think that fits so many things besides just business. You know, it applies everything in life. And that's one thing I like to do on my podcast here is integrate everything. You know, some of them that I listen to are really generated towards business. And mm-hmm. I hear like, how can I fit? If it's a truth, then it kind of fits in all of life. So I think that's a real truth that we need to bite a hold of sometimes and really ponder and not lose faith when we do. We've all been through dark times, doubt what we're called to do. And I think it is persevering and hanging on. And um, sometimes it's not fun. You know, I was just thinking about how it's not fun hanging on. It's not fun being in that dark place and how dimly we do see things in this world if we wouldn't complain about it, it's probably for our benefit. Yeah. And it takes perspective. I mean, I will say that when I, I was so mystified why the, my second business going back to business, I was so mystified why the second business didn't do as well as the first. Cause I thought I had the Midas touch. I thought I had this real confidence. It, it, it took, it took a season of getting, you know, having some distance from and perspective about that because I was in this tech role and I'd had a really challenging few weeks, a really challenging day. And it was only flying home from a very discouraging day at work that I was able to see with clarity the distinctions between those two businesses and and fundamentally how the distinction was heart and intention, selfishness versus service. So a lot of times it takes some time and perspective for us to see what that, what the, what the purpose was. And in some, and in some cases, I don't think we will know on this earth what the purpose was for certain things to happen, but I do believe we will get that perspective at some point and we will understand and we'll go, ah, okay, I understand. I get it. And, and how I've had twists and turns in life where I was horrified, you know, felt horrible. Well, I got fired at 40. I mean, what I thought that was my path. I was going to retire from that career. And yet it opened up a door that was fundamentally different. Uh, It changed my life completely. Same with the football injury. If I'd been, if I'd gotten a football scholarship, my life would have been completely different than the life I experienced because I was injured and had to um, be resourceful in, in going to college. Yeah. Well, that's true. I think for any of us, I think that, um, wow, I just need to ponder that, to be honest with you. I think that, um, we, and I say we, me, I can oftentimes be so upset with things not going my way and how selfish that is. And just going back to what I said before, it's all about serving. You know, if I get my eyes off myself, and figure out how to make this a unique opportunity. I think God always opens up other doors. We may not see them at that time. But if we get our eyes off of ourselves, God will open up doors and be wanting to prosper us, not just with money, but in knowledge and wisdom and the ability to bless others. Well, John, your podcast has been a has been and will be a real blessing to others because you're speaking to people who are perhaps they are wondering where their alignment is, how they can move forward. Uh, Your life experience, your challenges, 
that you've overcome, the challenges that you've had in your family, the challenges you've had in your community, the challenges you've had in your vocation, these are building resilience. They're building capabilities and they're building a path for others who will follow in your path. And you're really blessing everyone by having this, this platform that you're growing and building and you're taking action to do that. I mean, you, you could have easily never pushed record, never pushed publish on all of these uh, episodes and your growth over the course of these is phenomenal. And, and so I think you're modeling for your fans and the people who follow you and are watching you. And believe me, everyone's watching. Everyone's watching how we show up in life. You know, it could be our nephew. It could be our neighbor. But they're watching. They're watching how we live. Just like I watched my grandmother. You know, when I was a young, I was, I was questioning religion. I was questioning church. I, you know, I felt obligated to go to church. And here was a... Here was a gentle woman who lived her life with such kindness and people were just magnetized to her. And I was magnetized to her at age 12. It's like grandma Alice, I wanted to be close to her. And then she gently shared her struggles in life. I mean, she'd been locked up in a sanatorium for a couple times and, you know, just with, you know, that's what they did in the forties and fifties with people who had health challenges and things like that. And she had isolation for big chunks of her life. And yet she had a very quiet and gentle faith that made an impression upon me that I, that fundamentally changed, fundamentally shaped my faith journey. And, and just like, just like the people who are watching you and participating in your community uh, you're going, your gentleness and your stewardship is going to affect people too. Well, thank you, Winston. I appreciate them kind words. So I'd like to thank my friend and client, John Budd, for sharing his show with my audience. That's the Level Yourself Up with John Budd podcast. Check it out in your favorite podcast app and in the show notes for today's episode. So let's draw deeper faith, inspiration, and encouragement in our begin again moments. You want to help others begin again? Make sure to subscribe, review, share this podcast with your friends. Your honest review helps us spread the word. And check out the show notes for how you can get a free gift in the mail after you post your own honest review. If you'd like to join our free Facebook community, Begin Again, to link arms with others who are drawing inspiration by working together, check out the show notes for that link, answer two questions, and you are in. For more support and inspirational building your own faith center mission-driven business, visit future7figureceo.com for free resources and downloads. And remember, the biggest breakthroughs in life and business occur the moment you decide to begin again. We'll catch you on the next show.